0: Well, good morning and uh, welcome everyone to Revelation Hour again, another show, um, same place, same time. Uh, we'll be out for about two weeks. It's been a quite a busy, uh, busy two weeks, I would say, between our annual conference in our local church, in our church, our Corporate Body, and also we were ministering to another powerful organization last week. Uh, so we're unable to make it, but we're back today. I hope you had a wonderful week. Um, I hope the heat you know it's not killing you at the moment you know some of us may need more vitamin c as my wife said. you need vitamin c so you need d. to get oh it's d you see i don't even know which vitamin we're talking about <laughs> so i need vitamin d um which is a uh, very good so we enjoy uh, the sun. good morning young lady good morning young man how are you
1: i'm very well thank you how are you
0: yeah not too bad not too bad good, how are you good. feeling this morning
1: i'm good thank you yeah. well, thank god for his grace
0: amen amen you slept well
1: Yes, I did. Thank
0: you. Okay. All right. You don't want to tell us some of the story that took place last night? No. No? You don't embarrass yourself? No. No. Okay. We won't do that. So why don't we pray? Why don't we open up in prayer and then we get cracking?
1: Father, we just thank you so much for this morning. We thank you, Father, that this is the day that you have made. And we can truly rejoice and be glad in it in this day Mm. and for this day. And Father, we just give you thanks, Father, you said that in every circumstance we ought to give thanks so Father, we continue to give you thanks we continue to give you praise we continue to look to you, Father, because you are worthy. Father, we pray that all glory, everything will glorify you. we thank you for putting the words in our mouths this morning and we just pray, Father, that you know the things that we discuss The words that we speak will be pleasing in your sight, Father. We pray that people will truly get revelation about the season that we are in, the hour that we are in. And Father, we just pray that wherever people are located, wherever you have placed each and every single person, Father, that the information, that then the revelation that they receive this morning, they'll be able to utilize that in order to advance your kingdom and to bring glory to your name. Father, we pray, and we commit this time into your hands, and we give you thanks. We thank you in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mars, for this wonderful open-up prayer. We cannot do that without the Lord with us, and that's very the parliament of what we're doing. Um, as we be doing over the last few shows, we begin to look at some of the news uh, before we start. I think it's quite nice to basically um look at some of the news so babe um i'm just gonna put something in for you and you're gonna pick up any topic that you want and tell us what you think about it so let's have a look at those news now so this is what we've got today um we've got past center of the massive coronavirus outbreak arrest in south korea um and we've got different uh different topic here as well i don't know whether there's anything that you know really got to call cool your eye uh, as we look into this, if not, then then that's fine. Anything?
1: I think what you I think what you just said about the pastor is quite interesting because mm. we're going to be discussing bits and pieces of that today. So yeah, um, so let's go to this. Yeah, now. let's go to that one.
0: All right. So they said, he he was responsible for the largest outbreak COVID nineteen in the country, and he's been arrested. You know, they say that he's been accused of his withholding information of church members for contract tracer after 5,000 of high flux became infected with the virus. That is that is quite deep when you think about it. Mm. So, he didn't divulge any information about his his members. Mm. And as a result, he got arrested because they said they were highly infected.
1: Mm. It's quite a lot of people, 5,000, right? It's it's a lot of people.
0: Mm. it's really a lot of people. They also accusing him of you know, whatever, uh, making money and hosting in an approved religious events. Now I'm looking in a, and I'm kind of thinking really fast forward times where believers won't be able to have that kind of freedom. That is pretty much a scenario that that's that probably be taking place in other part of the world. I and mean, because when you think about it now right now um, he's been arrested obviously for whatever they're saying that he's done I don't know whether he's really done the thing whether it is a propaganda or he's tried to arrest it I don't know but obviously the news reported it but the thing that's got me here is, is two things the first thing is the fact that they will force eventually leaders of churches to display information about their members
1: mm.
0: You know, and I, and I think that's things that we're going to be touching on when we're talking about our topic today. Uh, really, information. You know, mm-hmm. in the in the sake of obviously um, COVID nineteen. Now, they said those people were infected, and they're responsible for the largest outbreak in the country. Is, yeah, it not, is there a be much now? Don't you think?
1: I think what they're saying is that they're responsible for thirty six percent of the country's total recorded infections, which is quite a large amount for one group of mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So if you think thirty six percent of the total of the country's recorded infections in one church. You know, so what they're trying to say, but the thing is he didn't divulge the information. But it's quite interesting because it's just, you know, I think it's quite it's quite a difficult one because if you think most pastors are kind of trained not to speak about certain things. Mm-hmm. So if someone comes to you as a pastor and starts saying, "Look, this is what I have," you know, the first thing that you're thinking about is making sure that that person is safe, um, and that others are safe within the the congregation. We don't know the the details, the the nooks and the nooks and crannies and the nuts and bolts of it. Mm. Um, but f- as a pastor, a pastor is almost sworn to to be integrous in the way that they don't actually divulge information. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I've got that wrong, but the thing is, at the end of the day, from what I see of our pastors, they don't speak about information that is given or is divulged, is given to them by their flock. Um, but then, on the other hand, because it's a quite quite a difficult one, isn't it? Because then you're putting people's lives at risk if you don't actually um, you're not forthright with the information um, in order for the the people to know or the government to know. Mm. What's going on? So I think it's a bit of a catch twenty two situation.
0: Well, they says here as well that he was forced to apologize um, in March, so he did apologize. Mm. Uh, he mentioned he wasn't in- intentional. Mm. Um, that he's very sorry, uh, mm. and he's seeking forgiveness of of the people. And uh, but it's not the first time. They they believe that he's kind of connected to some kind of the cult, uh, really. Um, it says, as followers become more dedicated, they are th- totally man. He is the advocate, and new John is to be worshipped. So, again, you've got to take this with a um, pinch of salt. Mm. Um, because this is only news that we are getting, you know, official news. We don't really know what's being the scene
1: exactly and I think the thing is you know when it comes to particular countries um, that if the religion that or the the government in that sense aren't in control of the people mm. um, then all of a sudden you know whatever else they're actually doing in terms of religion or worship is seen as a cult mm-hmm. do you see so they will look at it and say oh this is a cult because you know, people from outside could look at us as Christians, and they actually, and we've had this conversation before, where they could actually say, "Oh, they're they're like a cult because of the way that we do things, That's right. the way that we actually take care of one another, the way that we are, we're very um, discerning in terms of certain things, in, ter- in terms of people groups, and and the way that we actually allow people to enter into into our our churches mm. or into our lives or into our communities." Um So. And that is because, the, of obviously, because of the Spirit of God and the way yeah. that we actually w- we work. So mm. they could actually see them as a cult, but it's, it's, it's the Holy Spirit moving in them, do you, do you see, and, it, and, and amongst them, mm. so, and because they do things differently to what the rest of, of people would do because they are Christians. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And it's a very interesting point that you mentioned as well. And, and, and I guess when we're seeing those things taking place in other part of the world, it just gives us an indication... Of what people may say may, I believe, will take place in 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 future, t- in future time to come. In terms of of really this kind um, of demonising Christianity, which we're going to touch mm-hmm. a little bit a bit later on, and 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 so on. The the other thing, um, there's two things I'm pointing uh, um I love this, the John MacArthur one, which they threatened with fine and potential rights for reopening church." As you say, we will not bow to Caesar.
1: Mm.
0: Interesting, isn't it? Mm. Now, again, this is a bit of an argument that's going through or on Mr. at the moment. Uh, so this pastor is 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 in his church is in California, and he has actually opened his church, uh, and there's that element as well that you've got a very fine a fine balance between obedience. Mm. And as he says, you know, be true to what God is saying. Now, as you read here, and as we decided, as you guys can read it, that he will not, he decided to open his church because he believes he said, as his people were subject to his will, God's will, and comments as revealing the scripture. He said, therefore, we cannot and will not acquiesce to a government-imposed mor- mor- moratorium on our weekly congregational worship or other regular corporate gathering. Compliance would be disobedience to our Lord's clear command." Mm. And then he said, he thinks this baby caught and the end, he said, "...it is apparent that those original projections of death were wrong and the virus is nowhere near as dangerous as originally feared. Still, roughly 40% of the year has passed without just essentially unable to gather in a normal way. Pastor abilities to shepherd his flock has been severely curtailed. The unity and influence of the church has been threatened. That forces churches to choose between the clear command of our Lord and a government official. Therefore, following the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ, we gladly choose to obey Him. And he said, over twenty thousand people have signed up to the statement in the agreement. what's mm. your take on it, it it's a
1: i think we've discussed this before and mm-hmm. i think the thing is as we said there's a fine line because at the end of the day you know um we're sp- we we're told we it's, it's also also says in the bible as well about us being under the authority um of those in in leadership so it's it, it, you know it it's, it's it really is one of these it can be quite quite uh, it's a sticky sticky point um and on the other hand, it's just like we're not to forsake the gathering of the saints. So it's just, and we've said before, it's about the leading of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I was going to say you that, know, yeah, um, It's about the leading of the Holy Spirit because we have to use wisdom in these times. We can say, oh, it's, this has not happened. And then all of a sudden you go back to your church and people start getting infected, you know, um, for one reason or the other. So it's um, it's um, it's one of those, I think, you know, it's important to be led. Of the spirit when it comes to these things mm. anyway but especially with something like this and i think as a pastor obviously he, he's um he's prayed um and you know if he's heard from the lord you know that you know it's not it's not him being obstinate but he's actually heard from the lord you that know it's sick. time to reopen then it's you know it. that's it
0: so you picked up on something else i think did you Mm. which one was
1: just it's something at the moment um trump declares the political rival joe biden is against god Mm -hmm. i i think the thing is i've been listening to a few things in terms of you know um like maybe american talk shows and people um who are christians over there um somebody was running um, for congress there Mm -hmm. lady she's a christian um and the thing is you know it's it's, there's such such mixed reviews in terms of of donald trump um but the thing is, one thing is is um, it's clear. It's quite interesting because we know that you know all of these people and, and Joe Biden and you know the Hillary Clintons and and those types of people, um, they tend to be, um, against, uh, they do tend to be against the things that, th- the church in that sense and and also ag- mm-hmm. and the things that the policies and things that, you know, from what I'm reading, um, and what I'm understanding now, it's just you know they they do go against you know uh, against the lord in terms of you know if you're looking at abortion laws and things like that so it's just for us to really pray um I just wanted to p- choose this one just for us to really be prayerful um in terms of of the american elections um and just really be prayerful to to remember um donald trump um and yeah just you know yeah the administration um in our prayers I think it's very, very important.
0: Okay, that's very interesting. It's always been a bit of a um, controversial controversial figure. Yeah. Um. I mean, not only worldwide as people know, but also in the Christian, you don't really know where he stands, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but I think, I think the thing is, I
1: think he's a bit like a puppet, just like most. Mm, um, yeah just like most presidents and prime ministers and people who in those positions they they tend to be it's not just them you know they go in into power and that you know they've got a whole range of people behind them i kind of directing them and 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 telling them what to do Mm. um so the thing is it's just like but the way you know he's he's not been groomed for for this some people have been really groomed for this and he's and he is is um is 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 a is a rough is 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 a diamond in the rough is is well i would say a diamond in the rough he's a he's rough you know and um he's raw and as i said he's not being groomed for it so he will come out and he will say things because that is his character um but in all of this we you know we do believe that God is the one who puts these people into Absolutely. positions of power and authority yeah. um and and god is making all these things work together for good i truly do believe that um and yes, he does say some very controversial things. Yes, he does say things against certain people groups. Yes, he does have certain followers. Yes, he does. all of. That. But the thing is, God is, is using him um, for such a time as this, I truly believe. And we need to, we, you know, the Bible is clear about us praying for, you know, those in positions of power and those in authority. Um, and, you know, it's just so just to remember that, because we may think that Trump is bad, you know, at this present moment in time. But if if Biden gets in, let's see what he does. Um, and especially when it comes to the advancement of the gospel, and mm. you know, and to, for Christians, so I think it's you know, we we you know, it's just it's just a pray.
0: Again, you you took about uh, an agenda here behind, and uh, you you talk about also, um, really what the media portray him as, and like I said, he's a very controversial character. Mm. It's a very uh, he's an enigma, I would say. Um, the media, and they made it this way as well. Um, but I, I guess, as you said, you just we know God is using this situation, using Him in power to advance things because despite what He says or what He allegedly said, or people making think which group He, he, be, he belonged to, there's a lot of things done that really stop, I believe, um, organization against Christian christian to advance you know i think he's mm-hmm. really fighting against abortion at the moment over there and th- mm-hmm. those are things that you think about the previous president did not they actually allowed this thing to take place mm-hmm. so uh, it, it is a difficult one we can't really dwell too much on him um yeah. we don't know whether he's going to last long anyway i mean there have been people vision said that we only do one term so to be honest he's pretty much on his way out now uh so but again God's purpose prevails and that's why really we need to understand that uh, whatever people is put in a position of power uh, you know there's a sovereign will and a sovereign will, of, and sovereign will of God so that was what in relation to news this week um, thank you Mars for, for that for choosing some of it as well um, going back to our topic today the first thing I just want you again to mention you guys that you can um, really access our podcast on our website um, www.revelationhour.co.uk. Uh, we're available on Facebook, on Twitter. Even again, as I keep mentioning, I don't really use those those platforms. But in terms of broadcasting, we're broadcasting on Facebook Live, and we're also broadcasting on YouTube Live. Uh, feel free to send your comments, your question as we go through the different topics as well, or you know, so we can try to discuss this. And if you want to email us as well for further question, comments or even prayer then we've got it all info at revelationhour.co.uk all right so i picked up these slides very interesting, uh for the very simple reason there's been a lot of talk uh over the last few months and and i remember sharing a, an audio um from two people one who actually found a document on a rockefeller dossier in terms of the plan in terms of when in relation to um, the pandemic and the other one was a pastor from america we had a successive three dreams which really speak of a second wave now the the media has been really pumping up the second wave lately um you know there's been um a measure that has been taking place uh, over the last few months in terms of uh, putting people on 14 days quarantine in, in such other parts of Europe. They um, said that the, the, the data that they received said that they, there's been a spike uh, again in, in coronavirus uh, affected people. Uh, they haven't mentioned so much about deaf people but it's really focusing a lot of the affected. Now we've been well um, documented in, in places and in the news such as Spain for example um, you know, recently, yesterday, Belgium, uh, the Bahamas, and uh, another part has been added into the 40 days. Uh, they're talking about other places like Germany uh France potentially as well to be added into it. Um, if, and then even here in this country, they are beginning to do um, regional lockdown. Uh, some of the west part of Yorkshire's been locked down, Manchester, and then they added Preston yesterday as well. And they are looking as well at London, which said there's been a rise as well. Uh, in affected people and the surrounding in London so yesterday and over the last weeks people have been asking me this question um, are we going back to second lockdown and I want to ask this question to you the Mm -hmm. health experts Mm. you know what's your take on it
1: I think you're trying to get back at me because I've seen you be being asked this question and, and you've been <laughs> sitting there going, mm, I could see your brain ticking. Um, the thing is, in terms of a second lockdown, I think that people expected for there to be a kind of second wave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was when people started talking about it more or less in the beginning, it was like, yeah, it would probably be in the, s- in the winter months. Um, so it wasn't expected now. But... You know, from a health perspective, when you actually think about it, and it's what I've been saying to people from before, you know people have been locked down in their houses um there've been the bacteria that they normally would have, which is transferred from one person to another has not been taking place, so you know normally you would go, you would hug, you would shake hands you would you would kiss on the cheek, you would do something mm, other when, w- when we do that, then the transference. Um, of those the bacteria is it takes place you know so you you know you're swapping microbes you swap these things are swapping all the time um we've not been able to touch one another not been able to greet one another we've not been able to hug one another um so when people go back in you know we've not even been able to breathe around one another so when people actually go back into a one meter vicinity of one another what's going to take place you know there's going to be some types of transfers i'm sure um, and you know it's just like how do you catch a cold on the tube or you know normally someone sneezes and they say normally a sneeze from one person can travel down the carriage of you know how many meters down the carriage of a of, of, a, of a tube train so if you can imagine that you know taking place so it doesn't really surprise me that there's been a spike um, because people are actually more they're actually within the vicinity of one another now we're actually close in closer contact with one another even though we're still social distancing was you know it was two meters before now we're a meter um and to be honest when I've been in the supermarkets and things people aren't actually even doing the meter thing people are right next to you they're picking things up they're moving around so it's actually just kind of like normal um so bearing that in mind and bearing in mind that people have been having parties around the place you know um, I know in West Yorkshire, you know, a family up there and they were saying that, you know, they normally have carnival around this time. Um, yeah, normally carnival is, is taking place. So they've been having parties, you know, because carnival is taking place. But the parties are still taking place because they're used to having some type of um, celebration at this time of the year. So if you can imagine, people aren't actually keeping the social distance rules. Um, so it's not surprising that there are spikes. Um, yeah, it's not surprising.
0: But my question is this, are we heading to a second lockdown here?
1: The thing is, because they're doing regional lockdowns, um, it's a bit different now. So the thing is, you know, are we going to have an overall lockdown? Who knows? It depends on how they manage it, you know, and what's in their minds in terms of that. Um, You know, if the numbers begin to spike so much, yeah, I'm sure they will start locking countries down again. And maybe that's this is kind of, you know, the the calm before all of that, where they're just getting people saying, okay now, if you don't if you don't listen to us, we'll start regional. And then if it gets too much, then we're going to start locking everything down again. And, you know, normally that's probably that's normally what happens, isn't it? They'll do it slowly, slowly and just say, okay you know and the evidence is there to say that people didn't really listen so this is the reason you know that gives them justification to actually be able to lock
0: down the whole country again so which is as you mentioned about evidence you yeah. know we see that really science data are pretty at the heart of everything now in terms of what is saying the way to tackling um, the pandemic now one of the um, uh, the one of the ministers mentioned about we are still in the middle of the pandemic. So, obviously, we haven't heard so much of WHO uh, so far, but I know that there's been word coming out as well to really uh, gather people to uh, accelerate uh, a cure for it, or maybe a vaccine and really pushing people that people indeed should take the vaccine when it comes because we're not out of the woods. Now, many people suggest theoretically that this pike they, they were expecting that to come up and, and it's quite interesting as you as you mentioned about the um the bacteria transferable bacteria which hasn't happened for such a period of time we're talking about we've been pretty much on lockdown now it's been easy now but when before the ease we're on lockdown for over eighty days so that's nearly three months um, of no contact with any other bacteria. Now there's also talked and discussion of people saying that a lot of people that have been admitted are not really suffering from COVID but suffering from some kind of flu um or any other type but they've been classified as COVID because of some of the symptoms similar to COVID-19. We know that when I discussed yesterday they asked me this question are we going for a second lockdown? Um, if I'm looking at things as you said, as the things are developing at the moment, I truly believe that eventually they will do it. But when they do it, that is another question. we got to take into consideration that the economy of the country is really in a bad state at the moment. And pushing this country to another lockdown would literally crumble the whole system. Is that what they're looking for? Mm-hmm.
1: The thing is, some people have said when you've actually, years ago, we would speak to people who were really into the financial side of things um, and who uh, had quite a prophetic edge to them. Um, and they o- were set speaking about the the breaking down of the financial system. Um, so they, they spoke that there would be a collapse uh, of the financial system in order to usher in um, a new system so you know part of this this new age um, new world order kind of um, infrastructure Um, so the thing is you know all we can do is we wait and see because I think a lot of people have actually had dreams about this Um, you had a dream about this years and years ago and I think you you then said you know it was when it happened in 2008 and you said oh maybe I was a bit early no but what you said is this is not the one mm-hmm. um, because you said you saw a very large financial crash taking place um, like in the 1920s um, but you said this is not the one this is not it um, so yeah let's just we, we continue to pray We continue. I, I, to pray. I think
0: prayer is paradigm in this season mm. um, very very important this season and uh, as, as we look at it, you know, we begin to touch into the pyramid of the New World Order, and we talked about different aspects of it. And, and, and I think one of the things that people are very adamant, and these guys were really adamant by it, is that uh, we must move as quickly as possible to a one-world government, a one-world religion, under a one-world leader.
1: Mm.
0: We, we are pretty much moving towards this uh, system, um, Roughly, and 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 eventually the system we, uh, be forming to form a region. So I think every sovereignty probably we, we we be losing it. Um, when we look at the pyramids, of the new world order, that we start looking into this, and, and, and I think we talked about, the uh, council of thirteen and the detail, and mm-hmm. and eventually we will, di- dissect some of the aspect of this pyramid. But I think today I want us to begin to look into another aspect of it, which we haven't really touched about, which the um, New World Order trying to change how people worship, people praise and faith by bringing what we call a new age, you know. And and I think that at the beginning when we hear new age, we're always associating new age, with some kind of religion. And to be honest, it has the aspect of it, but I think when we look in at New Age, you know, there's there's a few things that really come to 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 mind uh, here in terms of optimal term the New Age, and it's really ushering um, what they call the Age of Aquarius. Now, for those who are into um,
1: star signs
0: star science or astronomy, they will understand that. But in a nutshell it's a new age system which actually precedes the age of Pisces which the age of Pisces but for them, for this guy were in reference to the time of, of Jesus really reaching out and bringing the gospel so they are now just moving to this age when they want to bring really uh, their own way and their own system and what is interesting here is that this new age this is what they want to bring a one- world religion, a world Messiah, and that is very important. We, we touch on the Antichrist, which is really uh, one of their plans. And, you know you look at today in society, you look how the world is dealing with the pandemic, as the world is dealing with crises you know such as riots, as the world is dealing with finances. There are many 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 organizations and people out there we are calling out and crying out for a messiah for somebody that will come that will change the world for the better and they are beginning to ushering this thought process in the mind of people the other thing is the one-one religion people are looking for a religion that will not break conflict many people believe that religion break conflict for mm. example you peace, know. They, want peace. they want peace and they believe that religion is the antithesis of peace in that sense which is quite very interesting when you think mm. about it you know
1: when jesus says he's the prince of peace exactly mm.
0: but remember so that's what they're trying to bring and obviously they're looking at a world bank then, when we're talking about the World Bank, we're talking about cashier society. We're talking about digital currency that we touch about. So we're not going to touch too much by um, when it comes to New Age. So while we're talking about New Age, we're not only talking about the spirituality side of it. We're not only talking about the afterlife or the uh, tr- transhumanism and so on. Those are all aspects of it. The other thing that they are looking is to create an international army. Now, so far, that has been completely impossible to do it. But you think about it. The United Nation mm-hmm. right now is operating in a way as an international army. Mm. So they are looking to bring this kind the 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 one S. Yeah, yeah. And when you think about one S, I can only remember the story of the Tower of mm. Babel. You know, for those who know the, the story about human wanting to reach out to the sky and to become as one and God. So that you know, unity will bring so much, you know, something very different to this. So he down came down to earth and then they confused them, Mm. and then they were not speaking one language. But truly, the ideology behind it of New Age is based on the Tower of Babel, you know. And I've done we've done a talk on it years ago, and I'd be happy to do another topic on it at some stage. But in enough. nutshell not on
1: the podcast. This he's on, a podcast. Yeah. he's on the it's, it's podcast. He's one of the old podcasts It's very, it's very, very good. Um, when we did that, um, when we did that that show, it was it was really good, rea- really eye opening, really revelatory, um, and i th- I think it's all, it's almost foundational as well. It is a foundation. So it's really yeah. useful to be able to listen to that, so you can actually it makes you understand. Um, what's going on around us um, in terms of the people in these posi- prominent positions, in these positions of power, mm-hmm. wanting to have this kind of power to be able to build and to be able to to actually move mm-hmm. their kingdoms forward. And then in order for and you can see now, um, before you would see individually, so you'd see the the conglomerates, you would see these people um, building and building separately. Mm -hmm. but it's quite interesting in the past few years how they've begun to come together yeah you know so it really is you know when you actually study the pact but the tower of babel Mm -hmm. and you actually really look at what went on there it's just like the bible says there's nothing new under the sun it's not it's just it's just actually presented in a different way different guys same thing you know
0: yeah Uh, and i think that it is important to understand so as we're as we looking into the new age, and, and this what they call the age of Aquarius, as I mentioned before and repeat again, they are now believed that they are actually we are moving from the age of Christianity to basically uh, a new age, which is what they call the, the Aquarius age. So they're now looking to take away everything which is in relation to Christianity because of the agenda and the plan. Now, it is very interesting because... When you think about it, they want to bring the final evolution on mankind, and and that's really it's been it's been a long term plan, and 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 it's interesting because when you look at the Tower of Babel at the beginning, the um the guys the, the king at the time was the um son. W- w- huh? the son it was it was one it was the son of the grandson of I think of uh, the generation before and he was very 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 upset against God Mm. because yeah, Mm -hmm. very against God because God destroyed the world for flood Mm. so he had a complete animosity um, toward God Mm. and his plan was to create his Tower of Babel when he will reach out to the sky in a form of blasphemy towards God. Now you got to realize this Tower Bible at the top mm. had all was an occult room when it will actually uh contact with the spiritual realm mm. in terms of the occult in that sense. So it was very uh delve really really delve into the occult and his f- sole purpose was really to go against God for what God has done previously. So by uniting Uh, the region by uniting the people the bible said they were speaking with one language Mm. and they were united and that's one thing you know what the bible said about uh, a house divided against itself you know shall stand so unity is really at the forefront of the new age movement Mm. unity is really at the forefront of created this, this this entity this this power that they believe and this is why they are looking for one world government. This is why they are looking for for uh one uh one one world bank or one world um as currency. This is why they are looking a uh, world world a uh, leader. This is why they are looking all one world governments mm-hmm. because of this element of unity and this element of bringing everybody together against God and that is mm-hmm. very 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 important in a sense. Yeah. So I'd just like to read the scripture yeah, go from for there, one. which is
1: really. 'Cause it's it's really good. It's in Genesis eleven, verse six, and it says, the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. So the thing is what God was saying there is that they nothing at all it's they they could there's nothing that would be impossible for these people to do because they were all unified, they were all speaking the same language and they will all have the same mind in terms of the things that they imagined to do. So he said that they they're all one. You know, nothing will be restrained from them. Nothing at all. So go to let us go down. And I was saying, that's the only time you hear that God came down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he, he came down and he said, and then they confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth. And they left off to build to build the city and therefore is the name of it called Babel. Mm. Um so yeah.
0: Very interesting. Mm. And one of the things that the new age is trying to do, or what we call it the age of Aquarius, uh which I mentioned, which is now the, the new age here, you know, moving from the age of Christianity to the age of Aquarius in that sense of what they believe, is for them to really they seeking really to um to steer us into as again unified consciousness is one consciousness in mm. that sense which they call smart grid and one other thing that I want us to touch really briefly um this morning is the technology of the aquarius. We know that they bring in a one wound religion in that system as well and that will include a one wood currency. But that is a map of really some of the organizations that are actually involved in when we're calling to bring this new age, um, you know, from the occult. But we're also talking about the World Council of Church that we'll be talking as well when we look into the one world religion side of it. But as you can see, there's here a lot a lot a lot of uh, mystery, religion uh, occult involved in in this new age movement and unfortunately this new age movement has not also infiltrated uh, some of our churches as well, mm. which we will try to touch on next week when we look deep into the new age movement in churches and those elements are divided from all this organization with Kabbal- um, Kabbalism, Neotism and all the night temple, um, Freemasonry, Illuminatis that we know—they are all part of this New Age uh, movement as well, and that also um, bring other organization, major big organization that are now uh, really adopted the New Age movement. It's really bring to develop this kind of self consciousness. Really, basically, the ideology. The ideology, I would say, pretty much simple ideology. To make people believe that it can be God, and that's exactly what New Age is. Mm. It's really taking away the oneness of who God is and the worship of God, and bringing the worship of man above God. And it's a very interesting that is exactly similar to what Satan. Satan wanted yeah, yeah. to worship himself as God, and this New Age is really satanic because it is derivating from Satan. Um, rulership of Satan plan the that the seed of Satan has mm. been really on mankind to really bring his, his rulership upon the whole world in different form of disguise different form of ways to do it but this new age movement you know when we start beginning to do the studies about five, ten years ago about it it was just rising up mm. but he has now really infiltrated every sphere of our life to be honest and as you're mm. going to see now as we touch um pretty much on the on the next slide which really not is what it is the acquiring technology you know today we are talking we're not talking about um just microchip we are talking about artificial intelligence we are talking about smart grids city built on a grid system yeah. uh, so it's it's really eerie and an advanced uh in that sense so what I, what is interesting you know is is this pep when we look at some of the technology and i want to touch really on just one organization later um, a lot of us go apple watch you know that monitor heart rate and um you know pretty much all day long and then if you look on your mobile phone the iphone there's a section called health and that analyze our vitals for us as well now all those elements in our phones in our mobile, in our computer in our ipad they're, they're all part of a grid system as well and even some of the free app that we download um, you know those free app that you download, those games that you know, I know you're against games most of the time but most games that we download for example they're all looking at our contact list on our phone but what they actually selling is information mm. to bigger organization to use it for whatever um, they want to use it for. Mm. And the interesting thing about it, when you look at it, is that is what I picked up as well. This data center, we actually pretty much store every information from, we're talking from your internet searches to your browsing inventory for whatever you download, your email, SMS, mobile data, all your social media activity, all your credit debit card transaction, section all the cameras that have been installed uh, everywhere um, everything is recorded, even your, your medical information now when you think about it, all this information that is stored today because when you look at it, everything is digitized now most things that we are doing is digitized, there's no way, you know our mobile phones are digitized, so whatever information that we are looking at on a mobile phone, it's all digital, they're all going to a data center and it's all there. And as I said, whatever you look at and, and you may have noticed it you will do some research on the internet and then suddenly there's a pop-up about what you'll be researching mm-hmm. Wanted you to sell things. So everything that we do in stores. And do another thing, if you search on Google and type your name and as you type your name, you will see every information about yourself maybe things that you've been looking into or something that you've been associated to for example uh, even some of your picture if you're heavily involved in social media for example you will see a lot of species they all store and dated there as well so this is called the swatch zebel machine and what it does is store every piece of information uh, that you can think of there now as it collect this information it go to this data center yeah in Utah, yeah. And what is data center does? It will match, it will share, and it will store. There's two, three things that it does: it match, share, and stores. And then it goes, and decided to act. Whether you know you are, in term of deemed to be, put on a surveillance and monitoring. Whether you are doing suspicious activity reporting. Or whether you actually put on a terrorist screening center alert and then the Patriot Act will act on you to detain you. So as you look into uh, this data this is how they operate. Now you guys may think about today thinking about what's got anything to do with this at the moment. Pretty much not at the moment but eventually when Christians are labeled as people which go against the government then everything that we have on us will be stored, will match to whatever they do and we will be put into under surveillance and monitoring. And when you think about it, Marcia, this is a very, very dangerous system, but it is a system that has been applied and a system that has been continually used. And to be honest, you know, we can allow these things to take place because we embrace the technology. And as much as they brought to us anything into the term of the technology, they also now been beginning to store our data. Is there anything you wanted to say?
1: Mm. Yeah, there's a couple of things. It's just like as as you've been speaking, you know, the spirit been highlighting different things to me. I remember um gosh, years ago, probably two thousand, a big two thousand, beginning of two thousand, um you're talking about these um cities that are on grid systems. Yes, yes.
0: Smart cities yeah. they call
1: them. Um, I just remember going to Milton Keynes for the first time I don't know whether anyone's been up there um, and I just remember thinking this is so weird and um, when you go to Milton Keynes it just has it's just a place where you, you drive down the road American style roads really big, wide lovely looks really lovely but it looks really weird as as a place mm. Um just a bit, a bit looks a bit like stepford wives you know that kind of place where everything you go to one place it looks the same you know and um, but the thing is it's just a roundabout so you would go just like america if you've been to america you go to a place there's roundabouts you drive down a the road there's round like an avenue there's a roundabout you go around the roundabout you go get to somewhere else and and that was the grid system and i just remember thinking it was so weird for england to have something like that so i just tapped it in and they were saying that um what is a smart city and how is a smart city rooted um, in Milton Keynes past and future? So they said that mm-hmm. it was a government experiment Experiment 50 years ago um, that they were actually wanting to actually do a unique experiment on urban culture. Um, in term And they used the town of Milton Keynes because they literally rebuilt this place. And it was just so strange how it was really built. So it's quite interesting if anyone wants to, um, um, if you've not visited Milton Keynes, if you want to know a little bit more about that, um, in terms of the smart cities because this is pro- this is what you'll see now when they're beginning to close down roads in cities such as London. You'll see now what they're doing in particular parts of London is they're making everything pedestrianised so you'll go to places and they're making things pedestrianised but it's order for these smart cities to actually come into play a lot of um, the town that I come from I, when we went up a few weeks ago we were told that in West Yorkshire it's a university town, one of the biggest towns in, in West Yorkshire they're actually they're pumping a lot of money they've got millions and millions of pounds um to now just and this and this and the town looks really nice they've put a lot of money into it in the past but now what they're doing is they're pedestrianizing everything when we went there we couldn't drive in this place Mm -hmm. that place or the other place because they're making them more like grid systems smart cities um with all the cctv and everything that's there because in milton keynes you'll see when you drive which was years ago there was cctv everywhere you know it was already there and and for that time, it just seemed like such a strange thing. But as you said there's almost like a quickening that's taking place. So there's a lot of min- money being pumped into the into these towns and cities, um, which is quite interesting to make them have be on a grid system.
0: And and I think this is one of the main reasons as well. They want people to go electric in some of the car system to yeah. be powered by electric because at the end of the day, it's control and be able to. You know, you think about some of the new car now system. You, they, they can pretty much stop a car from a data center, um, some of the new cars as well. So if there's something uh, happen or somebody stole your car, uh, when you brand your car and you contact them, they can stop the car directly from where they are, which is really, really yeah. incredible when you think about it. Mm-hmm. But the whole system is based on a on grid system. And, and Mars has mentioned it about the CCTV and about the grid, but we also... Um, got to refer as well to make cities greener agenda in a sense to create more uh, uh, sustainable energy as well. But also those houses interlink between them in terms of door be shut automatically and and electricity or whatever supply energy is 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 on and off. And it, and it's a very interesting. Uh, we are really really looking into moving into those type of city when city will be more controlled in that sense and they'll be able to control population uh, more easily and clearly. So, when we're looking at this, you know, I, I read an article here as well um, and uh, I think I'm going to leave it to Mars to say something. Um, uh, a guy called uh, doctor Schwitz Schwartz-Belzer machine. said was published in 1966 mm. in the Avar Law Review and he says this an electronic device capable of tracking the wearer's location, transmitting information about his activities, communicating with him and perhaps modifying his behavior is not in experimental use in Cambridge, Massachusetts. This method of surveillance diff- differs from eavesdropping is that uh, the wearer the wearer is aware of it and may have consented at least nominally to its use. And that is really That was back in 1966, can you imagine? So we're talking about pretty much another 50 years of technology advancements now, which is very pretty much standard. And the interesting thing, we've seen a lot of this technology in our movies, in our series uh, lately, but they are really preparing the nations and the people to basically accept this kind of situation. We spoke a few weeks ago about how they're looking to implement temperature cameras to uh, monitor whether people got temperature in, in relation to the COVID-19. Now, today, you would think yesterday, people would say, no, we don't want that at all. That is, uh, uh, um, that is uh, um, what's the word used use? Um, against our privacy. But today, a lot of the population now are, are agree with it because the fear factor of the COVID-19, you know, Precede much more people privacy. They they're quite happy to have those cameras installed. We talked about those drones, surveillance, uh, to detect temperatures and detect people. We had COVID and so on. So we are now living in a in a in an age which is what's called the Aquarius age, which is really with advanced technology. But the end purpose of it is to have a better control of the population. You wanted to say something as well
1: mm. I just wanted just to be able to cite um in terms of Because one of the things that I'm finding as as we do all of this research is you know you you have all of these um things that are connected and um schwitzgebel ralph schwitzgebel the the person who actually invented the switch cabal machine again it's just like even though it was cambridge massachusetts it was again it's come back it was designed and patented at harvard university and what i'm finding is that there's a lot that comes out of harvard There's a lot that comes out of Harvard. And even when you actually look now in terms of um, things that are going on with COVID-19 and in terms of, you know, all the research that has been done and lots of other things as well. There's a lot that comes from Harvard and there's a lot a lot of the scientific um, data and a lot of the information that comes out in terms of of the things, the, the things, the technology, the things that are progressing. The tests and the patents are coming from Harvard, so it's just to keep an eye on on what they're doing and what they're saying, because remember they're going to have um, there's going to be a particular angle that they come from when it comes from somewhere like that. You know, there are particular people who are p- prominent, prominent. Um, politicians who attended Harvard mm-hmm. um, I, you know, when you look at um, people like Barack Obama, he went to Harvard mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like and all of a sudden he's the President of the United States so there's a reason, you know, it's just being able to put it all together so you know who you're listening to, what their their agenda is and you know, which angle they're coming from because, you know, there's going to be a, a particular reason why they're saying things in order to actually sway people in a particular direction because as you said, they've been working towards this for many years, the switchgebel machine is from 1964, Mm. you know so, at the end of the day, this is not something new, something they've been working on for a very long time, Mm. but it, you know the the stable kind of thing that's coming from is Harvard. Mm.
0: Very interesting so the other thing, and I mentioned this as well is, the main plan is really, really as I said again, for those who are listening, uh, for those who hear the illuminant is a move from the age of Sisis, which is what the age where they call them said that was the age of christianity moving on into the age of aquarius which is the age of the new age bringing really the that's that oneness as well in order to do that one of the main target is christian so what are they doing they demonizing christian and and you've seen it you've seen it many times you know we seem to be seen out of touch when it comes for example to gender you know when it comes to marriages um, segments same sex and marriage agenda when it comes to changing sex even to allow children to make their own decisions you know children will come and say "Oh, I don't want to be a boy anymore and the parents will say okay that's fine and doctors as a matter of fact say that children should be allowed to change their sex if they want into and it really undermining you know God in every aspect of it and that's what they've been doing over the years. You find out there's been an increase on make us appear out of touch, while the people who embrace uh, the technology or people who embrace uh, that they won't bow down to anyone or to God, you know, are made them the the, the 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 people of this generation. And it's quite interesting. What I mention again is the fact that truly the essence of New Age is really to promote themselves to be God and that is really the essence of the whole new age movement and uh, they have to really act in a certain way. Now there's a company and, and everybody know Google you know everybody know what Google is all about and the advanced technology that they've been working on the glasses the artificial intelligence and so on but Google has been extremely active over the last few years they hired this guy called Ray Kurzweil um, as a director of engineering and they also picked up another guy called Jeffrey Hinton which is a computer scientist and computer expert they want google artificial intelligence to be at the forefront now we haven't talked a lot about artificial intelligence let me tell you something about artificial intelligence very quickly
1: I think we have a podcast on it. We have
0: a podcast on it. So very briefly, it's the, the is, it's, is, you know, back in the 60s, the they holy were grail. it's the holy grail. It's the holy grail for these people. Thanks, pay for the word. It's the holy grail for these people. artificial intelligence is what they're heading towards. Mm. Now, one of the things about this guy, Curswell, um that we need to understand his main purpose is to reach out to immortality they want to make human being immortal and i think that one of the reasons for it, he lost his brother and i was very close to to, to his brother and he lost it. and i think he made this kind of commitment to himself for this 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 long life uh research about making people immortal and if they were to change people and mix them with machine and then we're talking about Terminators and so on but you know what i'm trying to say is now the artificial intelligence advancement has grown tremendously it's exponential you know, we've spoke about mm. years when we have the first uh kind of robots uh coming in as well they're far beyond now they're really 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 far beyond this and google has been very very at the forefront of everything they both so many companies every company which actually um, developing, developing intelligence, uh, artificial intelligence or that kind of technology they're behind it mm-hmm. so we've got company like boston dynamic uh which actually in relation to military as well remember when i mentioned about international mm-hmm. army mm-hmm. so yeah. this element of it and we've got um even a british company deep mind for artificial intelligence so they're really really moving forward with it we don't really have Enough information to say how far they are when it comes to artificial intelligence right now. But what we do know is everything that we are seeing today and what we're about to see tomorrow into having literally, um, you know, really creating a supercomputer that be able to think for itself, to have emotions and to make decisions. You know, mm-hmm. that is something that we're heading towards. Mm-hmm. So for those who are, may have watched those sci-fi movie like terminators and, and start maybe thinking um about those things uh we are definitely heading um toward it and again for us is continuing to pray continue to see god's face continue to ask the lord exactly what he wants to do in this season you know as i said it's continuing to raise a remnant uh remnant population but is there anything that you would like to say before we close down
1: no no
0: thank you yeah so this is uh, about the beginning of a new age of study um next week we'll be looking uh particularly into the new age movement how the new age movement infiltrated um uh, the church but why don't we pray mm. really why do not commit this to the lord
1: father we thank you so much for your revelation father we just pray that all the different things that you're revealing to us father you will actually continue to reveal to us show us the way that you want us to use them what you want us to apply it to and that it will help us in the choices and the decisions that we are making and that you will continue to help us and we commit everything to you father we commit everything to you you're the one who orders our footsteps so we thank you father as we trust in you with all of our heart we we lean not on our own understanding father Truly, but in all our ways, we acknowledge you so you can direct our paths. Father, there's a lot going on around us in this world, but we continue to look within. We continue to look to you because you are the author and the finisher, Father, of our faith. And you are the author and the finisher. You have the blueprints, Father. Even though these people think that they have all the blueprints and they know all these things and they are like the people of old, Father, building their tower, you know, but Father, we know that you are able you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we ask or think according to the power that works in us so we continue to look to you the author and the finisher the one true God the one who is able the one who who, who is the the, the one who owns everything and is the one who is the 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 lord of all so father we just thank you you commit everyone into your hands and we just pray father that you will continue to have your way in each and every single one of our lives father we give you thanks and praise and to you be the glory we pray this now in jesus name amen
0: amen amen so thank you again guys uh, everyone um really for everything and uh thanks babe wonderful so we we'll see you again next week same place same time see you next week guys
1: bless you